We are here to gently nudge you into joining us for the monthly Podcasters Appreciation Day called Podcast Review Day. Hashtag PodRev Day. Which is on the 8th of every month. This is Elizabeth with the Dimension Door Podcast. I'm Mina and... I host a Barbie film recap podcast called Put a Shrimp on It. Hi, my name is Effie Parks, and I'm from Once Upon a Gene. This is Steph, instigator of Pod Rev Day and the Geopaths Podcast Network. It's easier to participate in Pod Rev Day than it is to tie your shoes. Step one, write a loving podcast review. You can do this on Podchaser, CastBox, Apple Podcasts, Hubble, anywhere that lets you write something nice about a podcast. Step two, post the review link and tag the podcasters. Hashtag Pod Rev Day. On all the socials. Step three, do the hashtag pod rev day. Dance knowing you've made someone's day. And come back throughout the day to read the other reviews. Retweet them and comment as you get more and more excited about what's happening. Reviews are a completely free way to show support for the podcasts that you love. Pod rev day. Because podcasters deserve to hear it. Hello, my friends, and welcome to How About a Stories Season 4, Following the Big Bad Wolf. This is episode two. If you need to catch up, go ahead and start with episode one. We'll be right here when you get back. Otherwise, if you are enjoying these episodes so far, please leave us a review at podchaser.com forward slash how about a story. Thanks, my friends, and I hope you enjoy this episode. started this journey, I sat in front of my computer and stared at the blank screen for what felt like an eternity. I was frozen, but I was lost in this run-on sentence in my head about Zeke, only I didn't know him at Zeke at the time. He was the big bad wolf. And I found myself shaking my head from side to side and saying, that's three, three murders so close to each other by the same villain the big bad wolf. And then I just shot up in my seat. He's a serial killer. Fairytale Land has or had a serial killer and no one is talking about it? I couldn't believe what I just uncovered. I quickly called my producer Pam. Now, Pam and I have been working together for years. We have been working at this indie radio station in Florida called The Bureau where we cover local stories. This Pam. This is going to sound crazy, but hear me out. I want to do a story on the big bad wolf being a serial killer in fairytale land and maybe the very first serial killer. Okay, tell me more. Okay, we first hear about the big bad wolf in the event with the three little pigs. Pfeiffer had the house of straw and Fiddler had the house of sticks. The wolf devoured those poor guys in the safety of their homes and then proceeded to terrorize the third pig, Practical. But thankfully, the wolf didn't succeed, but then he runs into the woods and a few days later encounters Little Red Riding Hood, has a chat with her, then runs off ahead of her and murders Granny in her home, then dresses like her and waits for Red to visit to then attempt to kill her. I mean... Fortunately, her red cap had magical powers, and she was saved, and the wolf ran off again. But that's, listen, that's three murders by the same perp with the same M.O. 
clear definition of a serial killer. We don't know what happened to him either. Is he still alive? Is anyone searching for him? You had me at three little pigs, so let's get on this. We need names, people who knew him. I want to know all about this guy. Like, when did he even show up? Like you said, this guy could still be alive. It could be another Joseph James D'Angelo. Mm. Um, are we ready? Yeah, but we have to find this guy. We're here. We're doing this. How are you feeling? Are you nervous? Because uh, I'm a little nervous. Oh, it'll be fine. She sounded perfectly lovely on the phone. She wants to share with us. Yeah, but she's almost as tall as me. I don't think I've ever been face to face with a bird that size in the living. I mean, this is a real life big bird moment. Oh, wow. Look at that nest. Now I see what you're saying. Thank you so much for meeting us. I'm Isaura, and this is Pam, my producer. You two spoke on the phone earlier. Oh, yeah. Now, we don't want to take much of your time. We just wanted to confirm an encounter you had with a wolf a few years back. Oh, yes. The wolf. I always get the shivers when I think of the wolf. I felt I could rule the world in those days. I had a sharp tongue, yet so naive. Yeah, you're definitely pretty brave. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> That's one way to say it. I never helped. A wolf like that again. Then again, no other wolf asked for help in such a way again. <laughs> Funny, the things you do in youth. We all want to know, why did you pull the bone from his throat? Oh, yes. Well, you see, he seemed to be in much discomfort for a wolf, and I... Pitied him, and I wanted the reward. I've never been rewarded before. I wanted to know what that felt 
like, but when I was in there, poking around, it was a, a stubborn little bone. I felt the air change around me. My feathers perked, and I knew at once that was not a good idea. But it was too late. Especially once he chomped his mouth closed when I was done. His snarls and smile still haunt my dreams. Especially when rumors started chittering in the woods amongst the wild. When I found the story about the crane, I knew it was a game changer. I read in an article, I quote, Almost all serial killers, in fact, 99% of them, admit that they started by acting out their violent fantasies, end quote. This was in the lawreview.com article. So in the tale of the wolf and the crane, we see how the wolf is putting himself in just the right situation to chomp down on the crane and eat, but, but he doesn't. He revels in the power in the control he has. He doesn't succumb to his urges like the scorpion does in the tail with the frog. Instead, he reigns in his nature and shows great power by choosing not to eat the crane. This play of self-control in a living fantasy is key to his growth to becoming who he is today. Since this tale is so revealing, Let's go ahead and hear the reenactment right now. A wolf had been feasting too greedily, and a bone had got stuck crosswise in his throat. He could get it neither up nor down, and of course, he could not eat a thing. Naturally, that was an awful state of affairs for a greedy wolf. So away he hurried to the crane. He was sure that she, with her long neck and bill, would easily be able to reach the bone and pull it out. I will reward you very handsomely if you pull that bone out for me. The crane, as you can imagine, was very uneasy about putting her head in a wolf's throat but she never had a reward before. So she did what the wolf asked her to do. Then the crane put her long neck down into the wolf's throat. And with its beak, she loosened the bone till at last she got it out. When the wolf felt the bone was gone, 
he chomped his mouth closed and he started to walk away. But what about my reward? The wolf grinned and showed his teeth and said, What? Haven't you got it? Isn't it enough that I let you take your head out of my mouth without snapping it off? <sighs> the moral to that story, expect no reward for serving the wicked. What I find interesting about this account is that it could be the precursor to unknown tales or fables I haven't found. I kind of feel this was an attempt to murder the crane, but under the guise of being a victim of chance. Almost how Edmund Kemper would be a good guy and help female hitchhikers, and at first he would take them to their destinations until he didn't anymore. I mean, there is no documentation of this happening with the wolf, is just a thought of mine. Maybe there is a fable or tale I haven't crossed yet. Look, if you, yeah, you, listening right now, if you have any information, please don't hesitate to let me know. We created a hotline just for the show where you can leave a tip. The number is 661-544-8226. You can leave a message and I would look into it. Maybe there's a narrative where a wolf does eat animals under the guise of needing help, being a friend, or being a good neighbor. If there is anything out there, I just haven't found it yet. And if you know something, please do tell. like to thank Gina Rosa Levy for playing the role of Pam and Christian Stokes for playing the role of the wolf. Thank you for helping me make this episode come to life. And thank you, marvelous friends, for listening. If you get a chance, stop by our Instagram page at How About a Story and let me know what you think so far. Do you think the big bad wolf is a serial killer? This podcast was written, edited, directed, and produced by me, Isada Venegas. Until next time, my friends, what stories will you be getting into? <laughs>